Call the meeting to order. And we'll do the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. In honor of the Texas flag, I pledge allegiance to the Texas, one state, under God, one and indivisible. All right. So, I... Uh, Ready to do public comments and announcements? Anybody have anything or any members? We'll move right along to presentations and Oh, I forgot to delete that one. I yeah. usually yeah. delete it if we don't have it. Sorry, okay, so approve the consent agenda. I'll entertain a motion. I'll make a motion. We approve it. Second. All in favor, say aye. 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 All opposed, say no. All right. It passed. We approve this consent agenda. Regular agenda. Regular agenda. Uh, 6.1, election of officers for 2020-23. I will entertain a motion to can keep the officers from last year. I'll make that motion. And if we have a second. I'll second it. All in favor, say aye. Aye. All right, all opposed, say nay. All right, so we will continue with the same officers. Now, 6.2, discussion regarding a funding request for Fishing futures for the ICON program. I can program. ICON. I can program. And I think we have Shane Wilson. Morning, folks. Um, thank you very much for the honor to stand in front of you again. Last year, you guys blessed us with a, a nice chunk of change that we were able to kick off the ICAM program. The ICAN initiative is an all accessible boat, uh, specifically designed for handicaps with medical bed and wheelchair tie downs and it has taken on a life of its own. I've jotted down just a few notes here. Um, just, I don't have everybody's email or phone numbers, but I sent a little video that Texas Parks and Wildlife, I was able to contact Texas Parks and Wildlife, brought their film crew down. They spent three days down here on the ICANN. They shot um, some, some wonderful footage, put it in for their Texas Parks and Wildlife television show that airs on PBS. It will play multiple times. I received that video yesterday, and I sent it to some of you. I, I don't have everybody's uh, phone I number. I forwarded so. it to oh, the good. other ones. Thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. So that will air starting this month, and it'll air multiple times throughout TPWD. I do know that that goes all over the country. I had a gentleman in South Carolina call me a while back and said, hey, I saw you on Texas Parks and Wildlife. It wasn't this one, it was another one, but the, he was in South Carolina. So <clears throat> that's very exciting. Um, today, as soon as I get done with this meeting, Texas, uh, South Texas Technical College has invited me to come down. They are doing a, a career day right now for all of their special needs families on all of the students that attend that technical college. They are, a lot of them are in high school, a lot of them are already out of high school and they're looking on some kind of a technical degree. Last year, we put one of their professors on the ICAM. he's in a wheelchair, and he thought this was a golden opportunity to introduce us to that population. So as soon as I get done here, I'm gonna go home, get in the car, um, and head on down to Texas Southmost College and talk to the parents and the individuals down there. Um, Fishing Future did receive a grant. We're currently operating from a grant through Texas Parks and Wildlife that will take us up through the end of October here. We are looking at trying to find other funding to take this pro 
program and go forward. So I want to give you a, a really good indication of where we are uh, financially and in the future. Um, we, we received a grant from the Raul Tejagro Te Jr. Foundation. Okay, thank you. I didn't know how to say that. Um, I was first grade, remember. Keep that in mind. That's right. I'm Sam Good. So um, we did receive some funding to do some programming for the, the ICANN specifically. That's going to help. Um, Yamaha Wright Waters, which is Yamaha Motors, found out about what we're doing. They have donated a... 175 brand new Yamaha engine. That's an 18 to $20,000 donation on, on their part. And they have pledged a $5,000 donation for 2024 and 2025 to keep that running. So there's, there's longevity. And now we're starting to get the industry in, involved in seeing what we're doing. The Rotary Club, local Rotary Club, uh, got us a, a small grant to buy a trailer. We didn't have a trailer. I've got an engine on the boat right now that's hit or miss um, until I can get the new engine. And the, the new engine should come in about the middle of March or the 1st of April. That's when they promised that we'll have this Yamaha engine on it. So it's hit or miss. So periodically I need to pull it out and I need to do some work. I need to take it somewhere. I've always had to borrow a trailer. Uh, it was an issue. So the folks from, you know, Rotary asked me to come in. I gave a presentation. They said, what can we do to help? I said, I need a trailer so I can get the boat worked on. They got the grant. The trailer is done. It's ready. I'm just waiting to, for um, the sportsman to call me and say, we've got an engine. I'll go over. I'll pick up the trailer. I'll come back. I'll put the, the boat on the trailer. We'll take it over, and they'll fix it. Uh, we do have some interest. I got an inquiry from Coleman Camping and from uh, Hummingbird. And Minkota, they're interested in a possible partnership somehow, similar to what uh, Yamaha Motors is doing. <coughs> We're getting national attention with this project. I think when TPWD airs their program, it will bring on a lot more attention here. We are gearing up quite a bit uh, to, to run at least two programs a week. I will say over the Christmas break, I had five or six families that were down here on vacation contacted me. Hey, my father's on a wheelchair. My, my son's 28 years old. He's in a wheelchair. Can you take us out? We were able to accommodate three of those. We couldn't accommodate them all due to various circumstances, and I'll go into that in just a second, but we were able to take two of them out. I've also had to, had to perform or have done two Angler Education certification trainings so that I can build my volunteer base. You've been through that uh, when you're when you're at home sometime and you want to do something, I want I would like to do everybody so that if you want to come on the boat and volunteer and see what's going on, um, please do so. Uh, we've taken eight trips since since the initial launch. We are going to be doing I'd like to do 40 trips this year. Uh, we might be able to do more, but it's that's becoming a concern. I'm going to when you're relying on volunteers, a lot of times volunteers can't show up. So I'm going to need to hire someone on a part-time basis to do some of that. Um, launching, oh, the launching issue is causing some issues. We do not have a floating dock. We do not have any really handicapped accessible docks that the city owns or something on the bay side. Uh, I've been taking them out of Jim's Pier simply because they have multiple level docks and depending on the, where the tide is, 
I can get the boat up, but it's 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 an issue. Uh, there are some things I sent some other. I've got some other ideas that I've, I've gone forward with and looking to do. See if we can't rectify that, but I'm not going to go there now. Um, I'm just saying it's something that the city has needed. Volunteers call me at least on a weekly basis. Not volunteers, people that are interested call me at least on a weekly basis. Once we get the new engine and I feel a lot more secure, you're going to see the ICANN out there. Sometimes families say, I ask them, can we take pictures and post them on our social media? Some families say yes, some families say no. But this is, I want to say thank you again for giving Fishing Future the opportunity to do what we're doing for these families. It is bringing national awareness and national attention to what we have. I think we have one of the best fisheries in the world. I've fished in 49 states, and this is the best year-round stuff that I've found. Uh, I am requesting some additional funding. There are some other things that we need to do. It'll help in the operational expense. It'll help in, in all of the things. We need new life jackets. I bought normal life jackets for normal people, but they have special life jackets for special needs individuals. Uh, if something would happen, I don't think anything ever will, but I want to make sure. I want to have the appropriate life jacket for that paraplegic or that quadriplegic that I have on the boat. So those are some issues. Um, hopefully, you guys will discuss it and you'll see that it's a worthy program. Um, please come out and get on the boat. You're all welcome. All you got to do is call me. I'm not very hard to find. And um, I, will, I will entertain any questions at this time if you have any. Anybody have any questions? No, but I'd like to take that class. Oh, when I get once when I get I, I did did some certification at, at Starbase. Uh, th they actually saw the what was happening with the ICANN and contacted us, and they wanted they want to put a fish and future chapter over. So I went over and I, I did some training over there. I will be doing another one. I met with the Port Isabel School District. They will be taking a lot of this and putting the um, some of the classes in their programming so that they can get some of their special need kids and families on the ICANN as well. I just had that meeting with the superintendent. Um, this is Tuesday, Friday. So we'll get you on there. But I don't have your phone number. I'll get it to you. Thank you, ma'am. Any other questions? Hope you get feeling better. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna go because I've got to run. Okay. All right. All right. Thank Shane. you. Hi, Shane. Okay, Tom, on the next, can we uh, skip Will, he's on his way. I I guess I forgot to tell him he's supposed to come to the meeting. Um, so he's on his way, though. So let's skip him until he shows up. Are we going to discuss this at all, or um, are we going to vote on it, or no? He's coming. Oh, oh, this not, this, oh no, I'm talking about the fishing. Fun, the, yeah, okay. It's not an action item? Okay, good. All right, so we're going to skip 6.3. We'll go to 6.4, which is discussion yeah. and possible action to approve the proposal from Edgewater Resources to fund studies needed for the Deep Water Marina Project and sharing the cost of the studies with Cameron County through our interlocal agreement. And not Gail, who is it today? Oh, here we go. It's just you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no Gail today. <laughs> How's it going? Good. I'm Greg Wycamp with Edgewater Resources and been leading the process for the study for the marina. And um, what we're focused on doing is getting submissions. I don't actually have a presentation up here I can't connect to. Um, but we're trying to focus on um, getting grant funding to move the project forward. 
Um, so we are looking at a number of grants that we've already submitted, uh, a boating infrastructure grant from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Tier 1, was submitted last fall. We're hoping to hear any day now about that. So that'll help fund some initial engineering efforts. Uh, but we're also looking at um, submitting on the GLO grants. And we've had, we had a, um, we submitted earlier uh, on a grant and we're not we're successful. It was an interesting process with these grants. So you talk to the granting staff and they're like, oh, you don't need all these studies, just submit and then we'll fund those studies. And then they didn't award us a grant because the feedback was, we need to have completed these studies first. We're like, okay. <laughs> so what this effort is, is to answer more detailed questions on um, the uh, environmental feasibility and physical feasibility of the study. And that puts us in a better position to win the grant award. And so what this effort involves is a number of different things. Um, number one, it's a circulation and some uh, wave modeling studies to address some of the biggest uh, physical feasibility questions, which has to do with uh, wave protection, where the sediments will go, are we going to create dredging issues? We're actually trying to prevent dredging issues and improve them. Uh, we need to document that with, with uh, basically scientific studies that document how the sediments will move and how we'd propose to build the structures. As you recall, uh, the uh, marina breakwater structure is not a traditional breakwater like you see at the piers. It's a series of habitat islands that will be used to direct the sediments and the currents, the natural currents, to move the sediments where we want them to go. Um, this is a proven technology. We've done it at Fort Pierce, Florida, and many other places. And so they want us to see, they, they want us to document some of that information. Also document um, the minimization of environmental concerns. Uh, from a permitting standpoint, um, just like reduce, reuse, recycle, and everybody focuses on recycle, but that's the last thing you want to do. Reduce, you want to use less. And then uh, those sorts of things. With permitting, it's avoid, minimize, mitigate. So you want to avoid impact. So when we talk about the immediate reaction to many people when they see the drawings is, oh, you're going to impact seagrass and mangroves and habitat. We're not going to do that. We're actually pushing up past those things. So one of the part of the studies is to do a seagrass um, study to actually document where the seagrass is. And we're going to make certain that we're outside of those areas. That's the avoid part then minimize any potential impacts, and then finally mitigate. So avoid is what we want to do. So the, the studies that we're talking about doing do several things. One, it documents the location of those environmental concerns. That will help us show the, the granting staff that we're doing our homework. We're going to show the modeling and show that that's all work. We're also going to do uh, threatened and endangered species analysis to make sure, again, we're ticking off these boxes, slowly working our way down the checklist. Uh, that are put us in a better position to get this serious uh, funding. So that's what these efforts are for. Uh, and that will be very helpful both in terms of, of getting uh, this initial grant, but also permitting down the road. And it's just starting to march down the, the tasks of what we call preliminary engineering to document the feasibility. So that's what we're here to do. Um, I can provide as much information as you like on those topics or other grant funds that we're working with. But we have a whole series of grant programs. and. Uh, talking about building a broader coalition of support for the project. Also engaging with the sea turtle folks. They're actually going to help us really look at, um, for example, the number of, of boat strikes with the turtles that happen in this area and how very specifically the marina design is going to help improve safety for the turtles um, and actually protect the seagrass that's there uh, from uh, the boats that come in and out. And so there's a whole lot of different parts and pieces to this. And we're just kind of working our way through this feasibility process to provide as much information as we can to the granting agencies and the environmental permitting agencies to bring us one step closer to build, building this project. So. Okay, so the total you need right now is the 85? Uh, 85, sorry. 7, is that what you're looking for right Correct. now? 
Yes. It would be half of that. And that's, that was my yeah. next mm -hmm. question of that county's paying half, right? Yes, and Daniel went to their meeting, and I think Ken I was attended, there, too. Yeah, last one that I attended, and it was on their consent agreement that they approved half. half they approved half? They did. Yes, and extending our interlocal agreement for a year, I think. That's another year? That's correct. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, the, the county's going to match this. Yeah, or pay half. Yeah. Well, that, that's the right way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll make the motion we move forward with that. Second. All in favor? Aye. Opposed? Aye. No. Opposed? Okay. Um, and so it passes? Yes. Okay. Do you want to hear why? Sure. If you want to tell us. <laughs> I guess my, I think it's a wonderful project. I think it's great. But I go back to where I have been from the very beginning. I think we're, we're out of order. I think we need some investors. And so if you would bring us, I mean, we're paying, we're going, and I, I appreciate now that the county's helping, and I have no problem being in a partnership, a public-private partnership, where I think our position, our role here is to try to encourage investment. And if we had a, an investor saying here, if you were ready to build this, and you were saying, we're going to put our money up, sure. and we're just looking for, you know, we're going to put in however much money, and we're going to be here, and we're going to run it once you get it up and going, once we get it built. But to, to build something that basically we own with the county with no operational plan once it's built, I just think we're throwing good money after bad. And so until we see the, the investor and the plan of how it's all going to work, we, we have that with one situation, which was a lot less money, and I just don't want to do it again. So that's the reason why I, I'm 100% behind the project. That's I just think we're we're going about it backwards. I think we need to have an investor sure. or somebody that's willing to. I don't know anything about running a marina. Nobody on this board does. I don't want to be running a marina. I think you raise a really good point, and it's a little bit chicken and egg with that side of it. I, I know it is. A, it yeah, makes because it really hard. We, yeah, we really have two parts. We've got the we have to create the the physical infrastructure that makes the private investment possible, and so. Both of these things, everything that we're doing makes that secondary thing that much more likely. So but, I, I respect yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, but somebody like yeah. you, you have, the, you have the, the resources, you have the contacts. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just not comfortable saying we're going to continue to fund this expensive of a project that's going to tie up a lot of money, that's going to require bond issues, that's going to do everything. And then from what I read in your proposal, that if it's successful after two or three years, then we may be able to find somebody to buy it. Mm -hmm. I, it's just too out there. So yeah, so if, if, if not arguing, you, you make no, a I really know. good point. So it's, one it's, of the things that we're talking about, we are talking to investors right now. Right. So the people are expressing interest and in their first reaction is, that's great, we can only succeed if we have protection. But which is the structures, which right. is this habitat. So, so that is part of it. So there, there, is, there are, there's at least two folks who have expressed interest. And the other part of it is the way the finances work is if the county wants to operate it as a municipal facility, they certainly can. And, and that's one of the things that we're documenting with the studies based on the rates that we're showing is that they would be generating sufficient revenues to support that. Whether they choose to have to build it as the county or choose to have it built as a private investor or build it as a county and have somebody buy it later, all of those are three separate paths, but anyway, that's what we're working on. Right. We're heading in the right direction, and I appreciate right. that. So that's just—I agree with what you're saying, Jenny. 
The only thing is, if you do have a private investor, and it's, let's say they're using venture capital or private equity, in order for them to get that funding, they're going to require the feasibility study exactly. first. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. So that's the only reason I'm approving I, to I this point. I know. It's a chicken point. and an egg. It's a chicken and it, egg. It is. And I've been going along with it, but I just, um, Once we don't have very much, we haven't seen very much information. Right. And, and I'm not so, disagreeing with you on that. A task group and a We're study group, and you're working on all that, but a lot of that information hasn't come to us. So yes, ma'am. Thank you. I'm just telling you. That's great. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's uh, go backwards to 6.3 discussion and possible action to approve a facade grant application from Will Everett for the 5200 Padre Boulevard, also known as Cafe Karma. Okay. And sorry about that, Will. I. Failed to tell him to come today, but he showed up. Yay. Okay. Um, in your packet is his application. Will, you want to go in and come up to the podium in case? I don't know if they're going to have any questions or not, but Will is here to answer your questions. Um, he explained what he's doing. You want to go ahead and let for the public know what you're going to be doing? Painting and... Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, um, we have... Two years ago, we bought the building where Cafe Karma is located, um, and we have we have Cafe Karma there, Burrito Express, and Vacasa. So we, whatever facade grant is approved, will benefit all three businesses. It's a pretty big building. It's it was painted about seven or eight years ago. It's time for some repairs and new paint, and we want to do a uh, an upgrade on the sidewalk dining area because it's it's too high off the pavement off the parking lot and people have been falling in and uh, we're already looking at a $1 million lawsuit. Oh, no. That's not good. Going go into the safety issue because I'm a little bit... Yeah, so it's the... Um, I don't know why they designed it this way, but the parking lot slopes, yeah. the sidewalk is flat and as the parking lot slopes, you've got about 12 inches where anyone can just <coughs> fall off. They and, do fall off. Yeah, it's happened. And... Um, because right now we're being named in a $1 million lawsuit that was before we owned the building, but they're naming us anyway. We just want to be super cautious. And also, I think it would just lend a certain urban sophistication to that outdoor dining area instead of just having an open place where people can just fall off. It's, you know, a little... I mean, what, what, what can you do to solve that issue? It's just we're just going to put a waist-high barrier around oh, it, okay. you know, kind of like every other restaurant has. Um, so I don't know if that was actually designed for outdoor dining, but that's how we use it. And so we just like to make it as, yeah. Um, that's so. The grant covers that plus painting and repairs. It's it's not a, we're not asking for a whole lot, but. And we're doing half. Is that? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought it said. Yeah. Yeah. Reimbursable. So they'll send me the receipts and then we pay back half. Yeah. Cool. Any more questions for Will? Will you tell my husband he's not allowed there anymore? Say again? Will you tell Griff he's not allowed there anymore? <laughs> I'm going to keep him out of there until we get it fixed. They'll have to take down the stocking if they don't let him go. <laughs> I, I make a motion that we Second. approve it. <laughs> All in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, uh, it passes, and congratulations. You got your facade grant. Thank you. Thanks, Will. See you t Wednesday, tomorrow. Okay, now where are we at? Let's go back. <laughs> we are at 
Point five, discussion and possible action to approve funding for the one fish aggregating device FAD FAD in the Gulf of Mexico off South Padre Island. I think we all discussed this last month and already yes. made up our mind, didn't we? Yeah. We, so I'm going to make the motion we fund that. And all in favor, say aye. 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 Um, Wait, who seconded? Opposed. Okay. okay. Opposed? Okay. Opposed. No. So it passes, and congratulations on your funding, and we look forward to uh, working on Great that. And, and, we, and we do appreciate the reef, you know. And when you come in and bring the videos, that really um, helps. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. How do we get back to um, We are going to... 6.6, yep. uh, South Padre Island Birding and Nature Center's manager's report, including missions, gift shop, operations, and maintenance, but it doesn't look like Kirsten is here. No one's here. So, no report. I guess. Did we don't. Did he have a financial report? Yes, he did not. He didn't get them done for the birding center to approve them, so there's no, we didn't get them, Joni. Don't notify him, the, the chairman. He said the first time. Where, where's our report? At least where's the financials? Yep. Yeah, the finance. And can we expect them in the future? But I'd like some kind of reply. Yeah, it is. Uh, did, and we didn't know that she wasn't going to be here? She just texted me about five minutes ago. So At 920? <laughs> written report. Okay. Um, well, Darla's on that board. Can you yes. relay to the board that? Some type of, in a, in a, in a in an email, we got a copy. Yeah, the, get the a reply. What's going on? Okay. Now the the December financials, he did not get them ready for the the birding center met at their regular date, which was February eighth, and he didn't have them. So. But but what about the report? I mean. The, the, yes, that the manager's the report can was run December, January, February, and, and no report. Yeah. Tom, help me out. Yeah. So can you do that for us? Yes. I'll send an email and copy y'all. Okay, sounds good. I guess. Um, and even, I mean, like you said, there have to be some financial report. It's going to be something, yeah. I mean, we got inventory. I mean, yeah. yeah. Sales, we have emissions, we have cash flow. People coming in and out of building, hundreds of people. I mean, yep. what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Joni, help me. <laughs> I agree. Well, yeah, no, I, I agree. I. I mean, there, even if even if the account hasn't reviewed the financials, we could have. They still uh, have their QuickBooks report. They could have right, submitted. Right, we could, we could have a. Yep. I mean, there should be somebody. Why are they hiding the financials from us? Gonna... Well, no, I don't. I don't think they are. What is? What is it? They don't want us to see right now. No, I don't and think. Dump it on us after it's all said and done with. I think the situation is more that you don't have anybody that feels confident putting together any financial numbers other than the other than the accountant that they're hiring and if that's the case then are they changing the there's a three month lag time before anybody on management is able to make decisions so it's not so much that we don't see it but it if i guess i'm more wondering why their board isn't concerned that in at the end of February they haven't seen December's. Is there nothing reports. in their packet? No financials no. in theirs either. No, that's what I'm saying. He didn't have them. Right. So the board hasn't seen I mean, them either. So and nobody knows who's spending what, doing what. 
What kind of money they get? December, the December report, yeah, was not provided. So, I mean, it's not so much us other than I don't know how anybody can make month-to-month managerial decisions if they don't have financial information to work off of. And if it has to come from the accountant, then, you know, I would expect their board to be more on top of it. Does that make sense? Yep. Well, and, and I'd like to ask another question on the record. Mm-hmm. Are you invited to all the meetings? As a board member, sitting board member, are you advised and you invited to all the board meetings and kept aware and, and on their emails to all of them? Yes. At, uh, there was a time a while back where they had a meeting or two and I wasn't invited, but that was about a year ago. I think when they were talking about the operating agreement, there was a few meetings. But. Well, I don't think that should happen either. I think you should. You're not allowed to exclude you if you're sitting on that board. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I don't know what else we can do. I mean, it, it, it does amaze me that they're not here with all the stuff that we need. Um, yeah. As long as well, you're going to vocalize there. it for we us, right, darling? That's, that's what they're trying to get across. Yeah. You're going to yeah. vocalize our, the mm-hmm. concern. Yeah. Our concerns and our displeasure. And we can put it in our new operating agreement. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anything else, Ken? Oh, no, no. I just, just you know, the, you, you got a public out here. You got a 501. You had a, op, a business that had operated 11, 12, 13 years without even an audit. And now, three months later, we don't have reports yeah today tomorrow's march 1st so um and as as it is they've been giving us we don't even have the end of the year yet right where they closed out their year we haven't even seen that yeah all right well we need to work on that new operating agreement too it it there these kind of things can't happen again All right, let's move on to 6.7, Executive Director's Activity Report, including economic indicators, projects, and upcoming events. Okay, so in your packet, there was some economic indicators. The sales tax for December is up 4.99%, let's say 5%. Best the December on record. Um, (laughs) We finished the year slightly up from 2021 with a record year of $5,315,834 in sales tax revenue. On the occupancy tax, it was down slightly in December, 10% actually, but there'll be some more money collected and added to that amount. Um, But they did finish the year slightly down. $12,552,672. On property tax, uh, finished 2022 with record collections of $8,662,772. And I forgot to put the building permits in your packet, but for January 2023, we had valuations and building permits of $11,269,432 of which 7057012 was commercial property. Most of that is that sea turtle expansion building. Over six million was the sea turtle building. Mm-hmm. Um, on, and then there was 4212420 for 
residential, and that was mainly four new single-family homes. Um, on the projects, uh, on the uh, State of the Island 50th anniversary event, we did have a planning meeting um, on February 14th. Uh, Glenda and Gail were there with me. We did hash out a lot of details. Um, I did secure the music, Andy Minkler. So he'll be playing in the ballroom. Uh, our next planning meeting is March 6th. I did put in your places the table list and I think AEP, we have to find out if they're gonna get a table or not. So if I end up having to take them off, we do still have five tables for sale and or 50 individual tickets. So I think I will start opening it up. Um, I forgot your name. What is your name? What is it? Uh, Karen. Karen. Okay, Karen, who's here, and she's the new city public information officer, PIO, correct? Okay. And she was at our meeting that Glenda and Gail were at, and so she's going to start helping put the word out on social media, too. The t individual tickets are $100, and if every board member would get two people to buy tickets, that would help, or something. But... Um, we only got a little over a month left, huh? Yeah, 50 individual tickets that you need to sell. Well, uh, I have 40, but with if AEP, if I can't get AEP, it'll be 50. So we have 40. Okay, I can 40 make. For sure. And I think I've only, I've sold, I'm not counting those though. I did start selling individual tickets to uh, Stephen Murphy and Lisa G. And then we are going to be inviting the mayors, former mayors. So that, they're going to take up a table just so why you, somebody says, that's not 40. So it'll be 40 is what I still have left to sell. Okay. And yep. they contact you or we contact you? Yes. I, I tell them to contact me or I can, there's a form they fill out. Okay. And I can send it to them. Okay. Um, see, the Art Business Incubator, we've got, two, we had two final shows last month or this month. It's still February. Uh, we've got two final art shows in March. We have Eva's this Saturday and then Jose's on March 25th. And their shows will be up in the gallery for a week. Um, on Sand Dollars, the classes are done and they're writing their business plans right now. They are due on March 31st. And I think tentatively I have us doing the oral presentations the day before our next board meeting like we did last time on that Monday, April 17th, and then our board meetings Tuesday, April 18th. If that doesn't, if somebody has a conflict, let me know, because I can change the date on the presentations. Isn't that Semana Santa's week? Mm. No, it's the week after. Because yeah. Easter is April 9th. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. The county parks is having their grand opening of their offices Friday morning at 10 a.m. If you all haven't seen it, anybody, I think I sent it to you, but uh, they're down by Sea Ranch. And the next EDC, oh, I wanted to mention the food truck. Oh, my goodness. Okay, the food truck, I have to go to, I think I might need to go to Board of Adjustments and Appeals. I filled out that form. Um, and gave it to Martha, and she's trying to see if I if that's the right route for this, since it's just adding one food truck. She's going to check into that, because I think there might be a public notice that needs to go out to people that are 200 feet, 
and that would just be the turtles, she said. Only sea turtle is within the 200 feet requirement. So we're gonna, uh, we'll see, but I just want to let you know I'm working on that. I know, but it wasn't supposed to be adding when it's supposed to be relocating, is that? No, 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 we're going to get a variance. And we, it's adding that there. location. Well, they haven't started yet. Nope. Well, she said so it was too late for the March they meeting. Should, it would be the April meeting. But I, mean, I know we have to sign it, but I thought they were going to do the work behind it. Well, so far, I just filled out the form I gave Okay, okay. Still, that's not quite. But it might be April. <laughs> it might be April for them. But yeah, that's awful. I mean, I I wish we could just let them. I know. So we'll see. Uh, maybe she's going to see what she could do to expedite it for us. Um, she knows they've been waiting. So, um, and that's it. Next EDC meeting is March the twenty eighth. So what happened? Um, we moved the, it. I guess that would have been on their report for the Brewing Center, but the change in the office. Okay, so I did get that on Friday, the new drawing from Joe Logan for the break room office. Mm -hmm. And then there's another, you know how they enclosed by the elevator. They were going to do that on the downstairs. And, um, but yeah, I, did, I didn't get it in time. So the new drawing? Yeah, I told them we could do for discussion, but they, she said, just wait till March 28th meeting so they, it can be voted on. So we should see that at the March 28th agenda. Okay. Okay. Anybody else have anything else? All right. Then uh, meeting is adjourned. Okay. Tamara out of here at a decent time. <laughs>